Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is Soul Survivor, the amazing story of Julianne Kopke. She was a young lady who was in a plane crash and actually flew out of the plane. So we're going to talk about her big adventure. <laughs> oh, why do you think that's funny? I'm watching Brandy trying to mess with that mic over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's doing. What I, what I was <laughs> asked. <laughs> um, but before we get started, let me remind everyone, we are an adult comedy podcast. You know, I'm tired of telling people that. Fuck them. We got an E thing on there. If you don't like it, go, go home. We it's got a big fucking E right in the thing. We use adult language. So no, if we adult don't. language offends you. Uh, you probably just was offended. Then you shouldn't have pressed on a podcast that said E on it, you dumb son of um, bitch. Please check out one of the God other five damn. independent podcasts out there who somehow are able to do a podcast without swearing. Well, I, why do you put the fucking E up on the thing? You know what? Because he's not proud of our work. That's I am, why. I'm not That's proud why he's at all. constantly <laughs> apologizing for I know. it. You don't have to apologize. You know. I don't need you to apologize for me. I'm yeah, grown. I'm an apologist. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass colonel. I'm a podcast apologist. I'm a pod- really? pododcast. <laughs> you should, you you should have your go, own podcast you that you just apologize. You need to go to and do the I apology tour, Timmy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the lovely and talented, the lady who is known as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I'm grouchy. How are you? Oh, that's a surprise. I am fine. Is it? Well, good. Uh, okay. That was nice brandy time. <laughs> uh, well, Brandy, I know that uh, everyone's been asking about Noah, young Noah. Yeah. How is the little guy? Uh, he's Noah? he's better. He went to daycare today. He's better. He's been uh, congested. He's been, yeah, he's been feeling under the weather. Okay. So, But he's better today. He is better today. I'm hoping he's got a tooth he refuses to pull, even though it's just hanging there by like a Nerve. Does he know he can cash that in for like real yeah. money? Yeah. Oh, he's aware. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Doesn't care. I've tried to bribe him. Doesn't care. Uh, well, maybe he's waiting for the uh, price to go up or something. Well, he's going to wait a while for that. Okay. So when Logan was a little kid, he had a loose front tooth. Yeah. And that's he what was this afraid is. to take it out. Mm-hmm. So he asked Taylor to help him get it out, and Taylor just hit him right in the mouth. Well, knocked he, his front tooth out. He pulled the other one. And I mean, this one's so loose. Like, if you look at him and he's been messing with it, it sticks straight out. Mm-hmm. Like, Pull the son of a bitch! Like it's starting to turn a weird color because it's not getting any. Bl- I like you're gonna get gangrene in there. Yeah, I'm like yank the thing out. Yeah. Give me a break. Your other tooth's gonna come in. It's still gonna be hanging there. It's well, good times. You know, it sounds like he's pretty attached to it. It sounds like. God. All right, so that was brandy time. Yep. Yeah, mm. okay. um, I'm. Happy Let's hear the colonel bitch now. <laughs> Well, I'd like Kvetch. to introduce. It's nice to have both of you in a room at the, at one time because the only the only constant in this fucking podcast is me. Because you have the computer. I show up for work every day. Do no, no, my no, no, job. no, no. Because oh, you have the computer. You, yeah, that's why you're do the you constant. Do you motherfuckers not have a computer? I got a computer. All I got right. a computer. Then why am I the only one that's a constant here? Because, because you I the write scripts. the script. They make the whole, whole world, world sing. sing. Yes. And you know what? He's going on vacation. Mm-hmm. So don't worry. We'll we'll oh, we're gonna keep be some it up. Script writing motherfuckers, or okay. or not script writing not at all. Script. I'm we'll guessing sure that up. nothing gets done while I'm gone. That's my guess. Well, we appreciate your faith. <laughs> Let me introduce the man who really needs no introduction, Brandy. Mm. 
but we're going to do it anyway. A man who is known. It's enough colonel time. As <laughs> an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. For all those out there needy people. They look to him, Brandy. They don't. He is, do. known as, no. he is known as the most dangerous man in podcasting. you got to give him that. Nipples. He is the moral compass of this podcast. He is not. He's a very honorable. Nope. The Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good. Oh, Jimmy. for Christ's sake. What's wrong, Colonel? Is he ever good? Uh, you well, know, sometimes. You know, I'm tired of hearing the complaints about people. Why can't you be nice to Brandy? Why can't you? You know, we do hear that quite a bit. Yeah. Well, you should. No. Why should we be nice to Brandy? That's the question. I'm amazing. Ask not what you can do for Brandy, but ask what Brandy can do for you. That's Apparently what John F. Nothing. Kennedy said. Apparently nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Not, not damn ask thing. Ask not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're concerned that Brandy's uh, is, uh, you're concerned that people are kind He's of. He's concerned that I'm stealing his spotlight. Well, you kind of do. I mean, yeah, he we I mean, he's the star of the show. right? Well, and it's no. kind of like you're that <laughs> no. car wreck at the side of the road that people got to stop and look at. You First know? of all, look, at, look how cute I am. Seriously, you're cute. You're cute. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, and he has a let's, let's mangled. Talk, let's talk about his shirt, shall we? Why don't you? This shirt is quite dashing. <laughs> That's wrangled. one word. It, it, I, you should dash it. Fucking to the, cotton, god damn it! It's fucking it's cotton. A, it's a natural fiber. It's <laughs> you iron the son it's of the a fabric bitch, of his life. You wear it for an hour. It's got wrinkles in it. What's yeah. the problem with that? I'm gonna take a picture. of It this looks shirt. like you've been sleeping on a park bench or something, <laughs> dude, in your car. I am quite dapper all the time, Timmy. Now yeah. I cannot. Do but, we really want to go there? At least he's got a T-shirt on underneath, so I'm not in danger of being blinded. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Okay, Colonel, yeah. everything else Because okay? Timmy Timmy is a fashion plate. If <laughs> you know. look under the yeah. table, his Versace shoes. Over here. Well, snippy. wait a minute. You look, yeah, all the time. That's how he wears My them all the time. My 85-year-old stepdad got a pair of shoes, gym shoes like that. You know I'm what, snippy. though? Wait a minute. No, no, no. Oh. Oh. He's got his gym shoes on. Yeah. His dress shoes, mm -hmm. he has worn them. I know. He never puts them on. He slides them on. I don't want to commit to putting them all the way on. <laughs> yeah, no, of course not. He slides them on so the back is now yeah. flat, and he can never wear them the right way. I have commitment issues. No. <laughs> Get some stamps. Let's talk about uh, this young lady here who has uh, done more done more in her life when she was seventeen than you've ever done in your life. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Wow. So I let's, thought of let's give her course, time so. that she deserves on this podcast. We're talking, of course, about Julianne. <laughs> Julianne Kopke, Brandy. You know one thing she couldn't do? What? Fly. Well, yes, well actually, she did. In 1971, Brandy, Julianne Kopke was a 17-year-old high school student when she was involved in a plane crash in Peru. Can you say it like that? Peru. 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 You can't say it like that. Colonel can. But you cannot. He's dashing. I'm an international man of he's like uh, You're not. He's like uh, <laughs> you, Roberto. If international uh, means uh, the uh, west side of Cincinnati. <laughs> All right. So she was in this plane crash in Peru. The plane was struck by lightning in midair, Brandy. That oh, I hate that. Yeah. The plane broke in apart, and Julianne fell two uh, miles to earth, strapped in her seat. That's why they tell you to buckle up. You know, always listen to them. They, they are flotation devices. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, because that's what's going to save you. 
But she landed in the middle of the Peruvian rainforest uh, and was the only passenger uh, to survive that crash. So this is her story, Brandy. Let's hear it. All right. <laughs> you just told her story. <laughs> right. Julianne. We need to know. Julianne. The highlight and the claim to fame is that she fell mm. properly. That's well, she the best thing she ever this did. This is an interesting story. Julianne Margaret Kopke was born in Lima, Peru on October 10th, 1954, Brandy. That's fascinating so far. Yeah. She was the daughter of Hans Wilhelm Kopke and Maria Kopke. I think her mom might have been Peruvian, but I'm not sure. It sounds like Hans probably was not. No, Hans was not. He was from Germany. No. Uh, Both parents. Both parents parents were zoologists, Brandy, from Germany. Hello. I am Hans. I'm Fonz. <laughs> we're here. We're we zoologists. We used to pump. When Renee was pregnant with the twins, we used to call them Hans and Franz. Oh, well, clearly. Oh, the twins? Or mm-hmm. do you call Hans and Franz that? Okay. Because if you called Hans and Franz that, that wouldn't have been that interesting. <laughs> Both parents were zoologists, Brandy, in Germany. They had a lot of wild animals in Germany. They moved to Peru after completing their graduate work in order to study in the neotropical wildlife. After finding out Peru actually had wildlife. Uh It's neotropical. Not just your plain tropical. It's neotropical. What does that mean, Timmy? It's like neoconservative. New new tropical wildlife. It does. They didn't study the old stuff, just the new tropical wildlife. I feel like that's a bullshit answer. It's like Neapolitan ice cream. Or Neo from the Matrix? Yes. Mm. The family was well off financially. Neo! And as a child, they live in Miraflores, an affluent area of Lima. I stayed it's, there. I lived me, there. It's Wait. Flores. When I lived there, Flores. when I was there. Have you ever been there, motherfucker? I've been there. Have yeah, you been there? No. I've been to Flores. <laughs> you, no, that's that teddy bar that's over there. Oh, okay. No. Never mind. He's talking about a different one. Oh, never mind. Juliana was a very good student, Colonel. She got excellent marks and planned a career as a zoologist, just like her parents. What do you think about that, Brandy? I think she needs to make up her own mind and not, you know, be don't quit yeah. being quit being a follower. Yeah. She likes monkeys. <laughs> she loves spending time with her parents. She did. She studied monkeys. Everybody well, who, likes everybody monkeys. Everybody likes a goddamn monkey. I, I want a monkey. She loves spending time with her parents, Brandy, and help them in, helping them in their work. She especially loved the time she spent with her parents in the Peruvian rainforest studying nature. Well, she got her chance to see it up close and personal, didn't she? Yes, she did. Uh, her father, Hans, taught her about many different species, Brandy, that lived in the jungle. And Juliana especially became fond of bats. Uh-huh. Mm, Monkey and bat Batgirl. There you go. Batgirl's hot. She Man, she wasn't tired. even 18. What's wrong with you? Well, I wasn't either at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all right, then. Yeah. Like nine. Early perv. <laughs> which, uh, no, Catwoman was the hot one. Yeah, Catwoman was hot, yeah. yeah she oh, had but now tight, which one? Julie tight, Newmar? Tight black No, the, uh, um, Halle the Berry? original one. Oh, Halle Berry, yeah. No, the original one. Go back. Eartha like, Kitt. Oh, uh, you had a thing for yeah. Eartha Kitt? She had that voice. Yeah, she used to go, <laughs> Jungle fever. <laughs> and anyway, uh, <laughs> her father also taught her Brandy about some of the dangers associated with the rainforest. Some like big ass snakes, like lions. He snakes. taught her what? He taught her about the plants Pumas. and vegetation that were edible. 
Did he teach her how to fight a you puma? You know what? In Colombia, they have, you know how you like deer crossing here signs? Uh-huh. They have puma crossing signs. Oh, they have puma, puma crossing? crossing? Yeah, puma. I don't know what a puma is, but puma. You don't want to, you don't want to. Is that anybody in puma shoes? You don't want to cross a puma. No, you don't. Is that anybody in puma shoes? They're fast. Shoes? Oh, they're, fast. Yes, they are. <laughs> have you ever seen one? I know, because they're so fast. Ah. <laughs> I've caught one before. Did you and wrestled it to mm-hmm. the ground? Look at you. But anyway, no, you talked her about. I just grabbed it by the nape of the neck, ah. like you do a kitty cat. I figured you just bought some at Foot Locker. <laughs> you taught her about what about the vegetation and what you know what was edible and what was poisonous. He also taught her what animals to be cautious of, like pumas. Pumas, pumas, snakes. Yeah. He taught her about the signs. You, you bore be, me. Get two details. <laughs> I think I think you have to be cautious of all the animals. I think the rainforest is a place. Don't they have crocodiles and shit down there? It was, uh, yeah. It was all a very happy childhood for a young Anaconda. Oh, yeah. And her mother and her were best of friends, Brandy. Piranhas. Oh, that's too they bad. They got piranhas down there. Yeah. Juliana felt comfortable confining in her mother about school, boyfriends, and other teenage men. Did she keep her in a closet? <laughs> yeah, she was confining with her mother. Most of all, Julianne loved to fly. Well, yes, she did for a while. For, yeah, <laughs> at first she loved. She always looked forward to it's holidays landing because on, like. on summer breaks, her family would fly home to Germany and visit relatives. During the school year, however, she went to school in, in Lima. During the school year, Julianne stayed with her mother in the Peruvian capital while her father did research in his lab in the Peruvian um, rainforest. Was a it town a, called Pocula. Was it an evil lab? It was about 300 miles. I feel like it was an evil lab in a cave. It was 300 miles. With one of those rocks that you moved <laughs> from, from Lima. <laughs> I want one million dollars. <laughs> the laser. <laughs> laser. December 1971, Brandy Pitcher. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. It was Did a very have? busy time for young Julianne. Well, she had Christmas in stuff. Peru. Well, she had uh, final exams at school. And on December 23rd, she attended an important high school dance. I doubt if it was that important. Why, well, it was why important was it to important? her, I'm sure. Well, sure. It was uh, 1971. Uh, well, what kind of music was playing mm-hmm. there, Colonel? What the dance? The Bee Gees. What, what year? Uh, me and you and a boy named, uh, a dog named Boo. Perhaps. What year was it? 1971. Me and you and a dog named Boo? <laughs> yeah, I think that was popular at the that time. That was popular at the time. Mac Davis. And Mac I'm, Davis. Uh, yeah. I'm easy. Or, or rock and roll. Uh, what was that? Uh, Chuck don't Berry. Get on me. Huh? Baby, don't get hooked on me. Baby, baby, don't give up on No, that no. was David's soul, was it? No, don't get hooked on me. Don't, don't get, get hooked, hooked on, on me. me. Yeah, baby, baby, don't get hooked on David's me. David's soul. Because I'll just, just spank you, know you what? and just I'll set on. you free. Just keep moving. I'll <laughs> spank you and I won't set you free. I'll lock uh, you in my basement. <laughs> the following day, uh, Julianne was supposed to fly uh, with her mother to visit her father in his small town in Pocula to spend Christmas together as a family. So what do you think about that, Brandy? They're going to the evil lair. No, they're flying to where he's. Do Peruvians celebrate Christmas? Yeah, they're Catholic, most of them. It's a big big holiday for Catholics. They're German. Oh, is it Christmas? Yeah. Okay. They're German. And by the way, this is uh, Easter week. We like to wish all of. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Our fellow Christians, a happy Easter. Mm-hmm. And shalom. And for our non-Christian um, Jewish friends, it's Passover. Yes. Shalom. See. For our, um, I don't know any Buddhist other words. friends. I don't think it's anything going on this weekend, but uh, you know, Buddhists always have a good time on the weekend, though. So it's April Fool's Day. You know, I seen a headline that Buddhist monks were fighting battles with another group. Now, yeah. what kind of dick you gotta be that a group of Buddhist up. monks are attacking you? I bet it's quiet. They can sneak attack. No, they're shooting. Them. They don't talk trash. They they're don't talk trash. Other. There's no smack. <laughs> they they just sneak right up. But on I mean, them. I, I'm just thinking, what kind of asshole you got to be that a group of a Buddhist monks are attacking you? I don't know. Why don't <laughs> we pull in some Buddhist monks in here and see how long it takes them to hit you? But you with know a pipe. what? They're easy targets because they wear orange. That's true. Depending on the on, on the group they're in. Uh, the flight from uh, Lima to you Pakula. got the crypt monks. You got the blood monks. <laughs> The flight Blood from scary. Yeah. the flight from Lima, Peru to Pucula. I like saying that. Is that a direct flight? How it come, is a direct how flight. How this motherfucker can pronounce Spanish words? <laughs> took over an hour. Look at his girlfriends. It took over oh, a little over true. an hour, Brandy, and went over through the uh, Andy Mountains, over the river and through the woods. Andes, and over the Peruvian. The Andy ranges. Mountains. <laughs> I think it might not. Oh, I'm almost done. I have no page. Then he had the Barney Mountains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Floyd, <laughs> Julianne, <laughs> the Floyd was range. flying over the Peruvian rainforest with her mother when the plane that they were flying in was hit. Wait, by wait, wait! It got struck by lightning. It was struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, didn't know that. Didn't I see didn't, that I coming. Didn't, didn't. She survived a two-mile fall. Right. Found herself her. yeah. alone in the jungle. She was just seventeen years old. You know, when I was like 12, I found myself alone in the jungle. This Not an urban jungle, me. you dick. An actual jungle. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve, Brandy, 1971, and everyone was eager to get home. Why? You know what? Every time he says that, I picture Sophia from the Golden Girls. <laughs> picture it. Passengers were Sicily, angry. Passengers were angry, Brandy. Because the plane was Passengers seven, were angry? Seven, was it because it got hit by lightning and crashed? No, they, they didn't were stay angry, angry long. Of, the plane was seven hours late. We're taking well, a step back. Hold on. I'm, okay, well... Did the plane get struck by not lightning? Not yet, not was yet. It? No, it was just a preview. You know, if you, it would have been on time, it wouldn't have got struck by lightning. All right. Or if it had just been a minute sooner or a minute later. A minute later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was serendipitous. Julianne and her mother boarded domestic flight for Atlanta. I'm not sure what airline it is. Flight number 508 from Lima to Pacula, Peru. I, I just find that fascinating. That's a direct flight. Yeah. Where the mother and daughter would reunite with, you know, her father. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Peaches and herb. <laughs> did they ever have any other? Hits? Isn't it herb? Is they it's ever, herb. Did they ever any other hits? Mm-hmm. What like what? You should be dancing. No, that's not it. Yeah. They did not. That's have another hit. That was that's it. not it. One hit wonders. That was a hit. Peaches and herb had more than that. Okay, but as the plane reached twenty one thousand feet. 
There were problems. Thousand. I wonder if they saw Lawn Chair Levy or Larry. Because <laughs> he got 18,000. He, he got up to 18,000. But as the plane reached 21,000 feet, there were there were problems, Brandy. Mm-mm. Suddenly, the plane entered, to, uh, entered a very heavy... Shake your groove thing. Okay. Peaches and herb. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, entered a very heavy, dark cloud. Her mother was quite Storms anxious. my life. <laughs> you entered at about six years old. Anyway. Right. Her mother was quite anxious, but Julianne was okay. She liked flying and wasn't afraid of storms. Well, she was totally over it by that time. Her and her mom aren't talking. She's just yeah. looking out the window. She's over it. She's been confined for a long time. She just but, wants a cigarette. But ten minutes later, it was obvious that something was very, very wrong. Did Brandy. it take him that long to figure it out? There was heavy turbulence, and the plane was jumping up and down. Parcels and luggage were falling uh, from the locker. There were gifts, flowers, and Christmas cakes flying around the cabin. Hmm. That sounds like a party to me. And really, that's why they tell you to turn your phone off and put it away. It doesn't. It's not because it interferes with um, the uh, radar or anything or communications. It's because they're afraid that if there's turbulence, your phone will go flying and hit someone. So keep that's that in bullshit. mind. Because I'm like, my phone should not, my, my iPhone should not be able to bring down a plane. Your little flip phone? Yeah, my flip phone. <laughs> Julianne's mother, uh, so anyway, so chaos is ensuing. When uh, Julianne looked out the window, she saw lightning about the plane, and she became scared, Brandy. They're flying monkeys. Oh, you remember that? Um, uh, I need flying monkeys. Twilight Twilight zone, zone, with a little gnome on there tearing up the plane. Yeah, a little monster. Little I'm, monster, yeah. I need flying monkeys. That was John so Lithgow. No, you need flying monkeys. You got so flying monkeys. I have a theme song. What? I have flying monkeys? I do. They don't fly, though. And you well, know then what? they're not flying monkeys. And though. for all the people who say they're I'm not monkeys. nice he's to, the one that said it. to the oh. devil, didn't I bring you a gift back the other day? I brought you a gift. I don't remember. The little cauldron I got you. That's in your office. And it wasn't a gift, you, didn't you dick. It. Usually when you give someone a gift, they take it with them. Well, and it wasn't yeah, a gift. It was something, yeah, it was something you just had sitting on your desk that you no, didn't want there anymore. We went to a, a fundraiser that was on for something, and it had little cauldrons there. And I grabbed one, and I said, you know, I got to get one, for the, one of these for the devil. Well, then I'll come over and get it. I don't believe that story, but I'll come over and get it. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it either. Tried to be nice. No, you didn't. Uh, so there's heavy turbulence. You know, things are flying about the cabin. Things are looking, you know. Grim. Grim. Grim, yeah. Um, Julia's mother, Julianne's mother, and her held hands, but were unable to speak to each other. Well, that's not going to do you any good. Other passengers begin to cry and weep and scream. Brandy. Oh, a bunch of candy asses. <laughs> After about 10 minutes, this guy won't even go up in a plane. Right. <laughs> This, this is the same guy that was going to, I'll just drive to New Orleans, thanks. <laughs> uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we got a, Me and John we got Madden. a podcast gig in uh, Buenos Aires, I'll just drive. I'll just I'll drive. drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Amtrak. No, he's going to take the mega bus. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the mega bus. <laughs> <laughs> just pay a dollar. <laughs> After 10 minutes, um, Ju- Juliana saw a very bright light on the outer engine uh, of, uh, to her left. So uh, her mother turned to her, looked her in the eyes, and said very calmly, Julianne, this is the end. It's all over. Those were the last words she ever heard from her mother. Wish she was right then. The plane jerked violently, lost altitude, and went into a nosedive. This is your, like, worst nightmare, isn't it, dude? No. Actually, that's, like, 
eighth or ninth on the list. Second for me. It was the it was pitch black and people were screaming. You're you're, you're in four nightmares above that, so if it helps you. That's so sweet. Thank yeah. you. So it's pitch black. People were screaming. Then a deep roaring of the engines filled Julianne's head completely. Brandy, I like how I described. That. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Setting up. Ross, that. Just Ooh. painting the picture. With things wait till, happening, wait till they start to do autopsies. <laughs> when things happening so quickly, with things happening so quickly, Julianne could not tell if she was dreaming or living uh, through an actual nightmare. Suddenly, the noise stopped. Brandy. And Julianne found herself outside the plane. It was like a dream. Julianne was in a free fall, strapped into a seat bench uh, and hanging uh, head over heels. So she's upside down, strapped to the chair, and this thing is flying. Yeah, that's a, yeah. No, nope, I'm out. The whispering wind was the whispering. Only, yeah, whispering was it whispering? Because I whisper, feel like it's howling. It sounds like it's yelling. The whispering of the wind screaming. was the only noise she could hear. She was completely alone. As she rapidly tumbled to earth, she could see uh, the canopy of the jungle spinning towards her. Well, that would, must be frightening. Sight. Did she hear that song? I don't know. It would later be determined that Julianne, strapped in her seat, fell more than two miles to the rainforest. God. She then lost consciousness. Yeah. And right, right before she right before soiled the, right herself. Right before the impact. <laughs> yeah, probably so. At the very least. She remembers nothing of her crash landing, Brandon. That's probably good. Um, she later would learn that the plane had broken into pieces about two miles above the ground. That would make sense if she fell two miles. She laid unconscious in the jungle for hours. She's lucky a puma didn't eat her. No, pumas are bad. When she woke up the next day, um, she looked up into the canopy. The fir- her first thought What's was... What's canopy? The canopy of the oh, jungle. Oh, sorry. The fir- her first thought was, and I quote, Holy I, s- <laughs> I survived an air crash. Yeah. So, you know. That's gonna give you a little I would have soft thought my, her first thought would have been like, "Shit, that hurt." I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm immortal. Sh- I'm immortal. <laughs> Julianne shouted for her mother. Fuck uh, you, Puma. <laughs> but uh, she only heard. Come here, boy. She shouted for her mother, but she only heard the sounds of jungle. She was completely alone. So she's was she naked? So was she naked? And no, afraid? there's nobody. She's not naked and afraid. <laughs> I think she was wearing a miniskirt though. It's 1971, so she she could have been wearing pants. Who knows? I think she had a miniskirt on. Of course, you think so. What do you think, girl? I think hot pants. Going on I think she probably had on a uh, a long flowing dress because it was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So she's probably Brandy's and that's really what, what saved her because it was like a Mary Poppins thing when she started to go down. The flowy dress yeah, acted like down. a parachute. You said going down. <laughs> when when she started to free fall, yeah. the flowy dress acted like a parachute oh, and slowed okay. her down. Uh, That's the only way she could have survived that. She needed I got a theory, like though, how she survived She needed it. a little bubble like the woman in uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Once uh, Julianne regained, well, gained consciousness, she made a mental inventory of her injuries. She'd broken her collarbone. And she had some deep cuts on her legs, but it turns out her injuries weren't serious. Her right eye was badly bruised and swollen and would eventually swell shut, making it difficult for her to see. That just does sound like Tuesday to me. Mm, Right. She would only realize later that she'd ruptured a ligament in her knee, but she could walk. 
This actually says she ruptured a ligament in my knee. So I assume that Tim did not rupture a ligament. I did not. She landed on you, Tim? No. She landed on his lap. I was only nine years old at the time. Before the crash, Julianne had spent a year and a half with her parents on their research station only 30 miles away. She learned a lot about life in the rainforest, that it wasn't too dangerous, and it was not the green hell that the world always thinks. I think it's green hell. How about you, Colonel? Nature's dirty. Colonel, you've had survival training. I have had survival training, Timmy. Uh, tell us about your... Now, you were in NAM. Why? I, well, Why are we doing this? I, I can't talk about the NAM part, but I have had survival training. We're not in NAM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every year I go to the popcorn festival in NAM. Yeah. Well, you know, I heard that's delightful. It, it's, it, it is. Do they get the different color of popcorn? Yeah, you get the caramel corn, the chocolate-covered popcorn, the regular no. butter corn, hey, the low-fat corn. The different colored popcorn, not the different flavored popcorn. Yeah, There's white, yellow, mauve, red. red. Red popcorn? Yeah. Taupe. Who the hell would eat that? It's pretty good. I wouldn't eat no red popcorn. Well, you wouldn't know the difference necessarily. Do you really think it's a diet? You know that where they say that non-fat popcorn? Do you really think it makes that much difference, low-cal popcorn? It just means they don't put anything on it. Popcorn, or they don't cook it in as much oil. Calories, I mean, it can't be that much in calories. It's not. It's a grain. It's from the earth. It's good for you. All right. So no, not if you not if you have, you can get one of those little slivers stuck between your teeth. Well, yeah, no, that's not that'll hurt great. for like a week. And it yeah. can get infest, uh, infected and go. Could get go infested to your, too. Go to your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get gangrene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you're you know, really if you, basically you get sinus, a zombie. You see a kid had sinus infection and it spread to his brain. You got to be careful. Now, you, now you're gonna think I'm making this up, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Think I got that. an ear infection that spread to the base of my skull. Yeah, it almost killed him. Damn near did. Damn you wouldn't near be did. here today. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for. Um, no, but I, I've heard I was in the jungle and I found got... some herbs that were. I had natural you find peaches with it? effects. Did you find peaches too? Yeah. So I ate those real quick. And I I, okay. But I've, I've heard it's a Christmas miracle. Would, uh, get it like uh, infect a tooth or something and it'll go to. Oh, the they brain. used to die all well, the time. Well, because it gets in your blood and causes you to be septic. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy. Yeah get a stone pulled out of his nose that could have been bad for him yeah that wouldn't be good it was pretty awesome though, i had watch. a nail pulled out of my calf one time i know i've heard that story all right can i, I have continue a pulled out of my penis once it was. yeah what <sighs> okay <laughs> wait a minute go on <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah let's hear this well one. you know because it, it, yeah, you had to be there <laughs> yeah he's lying somebody tried to nail it to the wall <laughs> Like jello. Exactly. You know, I didn't mind really that, but there was no sense for the stapler removal, right? <laughs> I think there was if you wanted to walk away. Yeah. I, I mean, a, there's I, other ways to get that out, I'm saying. Well, screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> My Noah, Noah was, you know, he's got this tooth. That- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. He's, you know, I don't want to taste blood. That was his thing. I don't want to taste I blood. I don't blame him there. It doesn't taste good. I don't want to taste blood. I said, yeah, it's kind of got that coppery taste to it. And he goes, no. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's got like a metal taste. Yeah, it tastes like a shield. So Mm -hmm. my analogy was stupid, but he's been licking shield somewhere. (laughs) A little shield liquor. Yeah, he knows. He's got got it. Yeah, He sounds like he he was more on on point than you were. Yeah, it tastes like a shield. What the fuck? A shield, like we're on fucking King Arthur's court or some shit that we just wander around with those things. Okay, now, so plays are flying overhead, but it's very dense where she is, and they can't see her. So she knew that uh, if she had any chance of surviving, she would have to go look for help. This meant walking through the dense Peruvian rainforest alone and badly wounded. People smelling blood. Oh yeah, don't they have people living in the rainforest? Yeah. I think so. Indigenous I mean, they, tribes. Like, hiding in trees and stuff. Julianne slowly stood up and started to walk. Her first attempts to stand were not successful. She was dizzy and unable to stand. Yeah, she screamed out for her mother in Spanish, German, and English. She'd probably fail. Well, she might have. She, well, she screams out for her mom in three different languages. Yeah. I would have just done two. But only the sounds of the gu- the jungle response. Well, if her mother heard her in English or Spanish, you don't think she'd need to call in German. Right. Um, She's just being ridiculous there. Go! She's just showing off. Go! <laughs> Go! Julianne soon realized she, she was she alone in the jungle, but instead of panicking, Julianne became determined to make it out of the jungle alive. She stood up and slowly began to walk. And she's got some balls, that one. She was wearing a very short sleeveless. There was like background music when she got up. Oh, this is wrong. Slow, Brent. Julianne was wearing a very short sleeveless mini dress and white sandals. Where do you got that girl? You wrote the script. You knew what she was wearing. Why were you asking me? I was only nine years old. She had lost one shoe. Now, keep in mind, this woman's about 74 now. Yeah, she's probably so badass. It probably don't look She's good a black in a belt. Yeah. Probably doesn't look as good in a miniskirt. She fights yeah. kangaroos in Australia now. <laughs> falls down the steps All right, let's and see. Shit. She lost one shoe, but uh, kept the other one. Wait, but kept the other because she was very short-sighted and had lost her glasses. Wouldn't it be fucked up? You're in a plane. So she used the shoe. <laughs> so she used that shoe up, to test the ground ahead of her as she walked. Oh, that's smart. Uh, snakes are camouflaged in the jungle and they look like dry leaves. She was lucky she didn't meet them or maybe she just didn't see them. Blessing. Blessing. Those those vipers, they blend in with the leaves. Mm-hmm. And the anaconda will just wrap itself around you. Watch out for the anaconda. Sometimes they're cuddly anacondas and sometimes they're squeezy anacondas. They used to call me anaconda. They did not ever. <laughs> what is an anaconda? <laughs> Nobody ever called you that. The Chillicothe, the Portsmouth, Andaconda. Andaconda. <laughs> Good God. The great Andaconda of Portsmouth. There you go. After roaming lost in the jungle for some time, she found a small creek and walked in the water because she knew it was safer. At the crash site, she had found a 
a bag of sweets. Mm-hmm. When she'd finished them, she had nothing more to eat, and she was very afraid of starving. It was hot and very wet, as it tends to be in the rainforest. I wonder what kind of sweets she found. And it rained several times a day. But it was cold in the, at night, and to be alone in that mini dress was very difficult. Why didn't she find some clothes when she was at the Why didn't she site? pack some leaves in a mini dress? I wonder, um, I wonder what kind of sweets she found. Uh, you know, if you if you came a out of bit a plane, of honey, that's what she found. She found some bit of honey. If, right. we, okay, if this is all you have for supplies, was one of those fruit cakes? Oh, yeah. Would you eat it? I might starve. Yeah, uh, I I think I would have to starve. I actually like fruit cakes. You put a little cream cheese on them. Yeah, <laughs> they're not bad. Julianne knew the jungle enough to know what to well, be afraid you've had of. Survival training. We haven't. Well, it's hard to find cream cheese, good cream cheese in the, in the, in the jungle. Seven yeah. <laughs> Eleven doesn't carry yeah, that I shit. All right. Uh, perils of the Peruvian rainforest included snakes, spiders, and mosquitoes. If she would have landed there today, she would have been within a block of a Starbucks. Well, sure. And they were Julianne's greatest adversaries. Fucking mosquitoes. She oh, also yeah. feared starving to death. She needed some off. She knew the jungle well enough to know that even though there was an abundance of wildlife, that foraging for food would not be easy. Explain this to me, Timmy. Yes. Now, you're a religious man, right? I am. All right. You're a Christian man. Noah. <laughs> not your Noah. The Noah with the big boat. Uh-huh. Noah. Why in the fuck he bring two mosquitoes on there? My kid could have a big boat by now. I'm not real sure. Well, I think they just, I think they just flew on. I don't think they were invited. <laughs> okay. They were just, there were, there were boat crashes. There were ark crashes. Yeah. I wonder that every ways. time I get bit, why in the fuck did Noah bring two mosquitoes on the ark? Mm. They were stowaways. Hmm? And raccoons. Raccoons. Fucking raccoons. Ain't nobody needs raccoons. You know, all those animals Possums. had to have sex. Yeah. That's a lot of sex going on in that wonder if they wonder if they separated the sheep out. Yeah. Yeah, and how are you going to have that's how are you going to have lions and sheep on the same boat without just cats? They lay down next to each other. Mm. Not on the boat they didn't. Okay. All right, so. I mean, you know that boat had to stink, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. So her wounds and the fact that she was lost made her more likely to become prey. Wouldn't he have been a better person to bring more people on board? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ew, Julianne grew more concerned about her wounds and at one point thought she might lose her arm to a maggot infestation. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I hate those maggot infestations. I had, uh, a, I had a sandwich the other day, had that. And that wasn't all. Her okay. fair skin was also heavily sunburnt where the dress had ripped, thus making it difficult to walk, and her exposed sunburned skin was a target for the thickest of mosquitoes, which attacked 24 hours a day, almost driving her insane. Yeah. She walked in streams uh, where she could avoid poison plants on the jungle floor. Being near the water made the mosquito infestation worse. Uh, the suffocating... Heat made walking even a few yards difficult. See, she see all that time she spent in the jungle, and she didn't know the first thing you do, devil. She was if not ever, enjoying her. Christmas if you ever vacation. stranded in the jungle, this is what you do: walk in water. Yes. You go to you find the water. You walk get some water. mud. You take off all your clothes. You smear your whole body with mud. I'm not playing into your fantasy. No. <laughs> no, didn't the take photos and then you, you send them. You blend in. Put them on Instagram. That's for, that's for zombies from The Walking Dead, you fuck. No, the mud will keep the mosquitoes off of you. Yeah, they told her to walk in the, in the um, water because water goes, if you... In a water water will go somewhere. to a village, yeah. yeah. Piranhas were a threat too, but only in shallow water, so she waited midstream. 
She encountered alligators, but knew that they seldom attacked humans. On the fourth day of wandering alone in the rainforest, Julianne heard the noise of a landing king vulture, which she recognized from her time at her parents' reserve. Julianne was afraid because she knew they only land when there's something dead nearby, and she knew uh, it was bodies from the crash. Hmm. So uh, she had food around her. So when she turned a corner... Her, her vacation at this point really sucks. Well, it's ruined. Uh, when she turned a corner in the creek, she found a seat bench with three passengers rammed headfirst into the earth. So again, she ran across food. Well, she definitely ran across clothes. Your clothes? She was Might paralyzed. Have had a Snickers bar in the pocket. She was paralyzed by panic. Is the first time that the teenager had seen a dead body. She first feared that her mother could be one of them. Um, but when she touched the corpse with a stick, she saw that the woman's toenails were painted, and her mother never polished her nails. Wow. That's horrid. Julianne was immediately relieved, but then she felt th- ashamed of that thought. By the tenth day in the jungle, she couldn't stand properly, and drifted along the edge of the large river. So she's out. She'd found. Ten days now. She felt so lonely. It was like she was in a parallel universe far away from any human being. She thought she was hallucinating when she saw a really big boat. When she went to touch it and realized it was real, it was like an adrenaline shot. She noticed a slope near the boat, the boat and struggled to climb the slope in search for shelter. Then she saw that there was a small path in the jungle where she found a hut with a palm leaf roof an outboard motor, and a liter of gasoline. So she found Gilligan's Island. Hmm. By this point, Julianne had gone days without food except for berries that she'd found. Her wound on, the, on her upper right arm had become infected and was now infested with maggots about one centimeter long. Blech. She had remembered that her dog had had the same infection and her father had put kerosene on it. Ooh, so she hurt. sucked the gasoline yeah. out and put it on the wound. The pain was intense as the maggots tried to get further into the wound. Oh, yeah? She then pulled out about 30 maggots, and she decided to spend the night there. The next day, it was was raining heavily, and she decided to wait at the shelter. Yeah, she's just like Goldilocks. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, the parallels are amazing. What happens next there, Colonel? Well, Timmy, now here's where it gets exciting. I see that part. The plane crash was exciting. In the early evening, Julianne heard the voices of several men outside. Several men, Brandy. To Julianne, it was like hearing the voices of angels, Timmy. Except they were not. When they saw her, they were quite alarmed and stopped talking. The five men thought she was a water goddess. I've gone with that. A figure from local legend who was a hybrid of a water dolphin and a blonde, white-skinned woman. Of course I am. But Julianne introduced herself. See, I would have gone with the, I would have gone with the mm-hmm. legendary water goddess. Mm-hmm. I'm a water goddess. Give me some food. Give me some food. It. Yeah. She introduced herself <laughs> in Spanish and explained what had happened. What had happened was exactly she was in quite a predicament, Brandy. And she was. The men treated her wounds and gave her something to eat, and the next day took her back to civilization. Back to civilization. The Brandy. day after her rescue, she was reunited. With my father. And it felt so the good. The fuck? My father. Why is she with your father, Timmy? <laughs> she was reunited with her father. He has a lot of he has problems with it's, pronouns yeah. in this. She yeah. Reunited. That, this is, now, when did this happen? 1971, Colonel. She was That's reunited with his father. She would have been reunited with my father if she would have yeah. not made it. But he could barely talk. And in the first he moment, shock, they just Brandy. held each other. I bet. 
For the next few days, he frantically searched for news of my mother. That means he was really busy looking around. Was he looking for your mother? Was he looking for my mother? Where's Dottie? Did he ever find Dottie? <laughs> Continue, Colonel. Don't Do we have any motherfucker she... editing these things? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, she walks all over your life. He fired that yeah. staff. <laughs> On January 12th. 1972, it's search team. You ever found... notice that when you're talking, she interrupts you all, oh my all God. the time? All the what time. did he just do? <laughs> I'm so, just pointing out that you interrupt him. You get mad when we interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, we try. We're polite when you're talking. Yeah. I don't know what you're yammering about. I didn't say a fucking thing. <laughs> Gritty McGiggle Pants over there is the one that's interrupting you. So on January 12th, Timmy. Yes. The year of our Lord, 1972. And this is two weeks after this uh, incident. A search crash. team found Julianne's mother's body. Oh. Julianne learned that her initially her mother had survived the crash but was badly injured and couldn't move. She died several later, several days later after being eaten by a crocodile. No, she wasn't eaten by a crocodile. You don't know that. She was laying in a... They in found a her body. Wounded. She wasn't eaten by a crocodile. Did she succumb to the elements? She did. She it was natural causes. Nature I don't think her. that was natural causes. <laughs> Nature killed her. <laughs> She's a heart attack. You don't know. Nature's dirty. Julianne spent three weeks in the hospital recovering from her wounds and you have dehydration. Stroke out in the Peruvian how, uh, jungle for How jungle bad could you be hurt if you only spent three weeks in the hospital? Well, she was she was banged up a little bit. Remember she had maggots in her arm, dude. She had maggots in her arm. Have you ever had maggots in your arm? Not a couple times. Now, after she has. had to fly back to Lima on the same flight. Lima? Lima, Ohio. Lima, Ohio. She, she, she coming to Ohio? She getting the fuck out of Peru. So she made the flight, but was gripped with terror. Well, oh, they put her Peru. back on a plane? Yeah. yeah and uh, oh, That's balls. She got on. She freaked out when the landing gear, because she had never noticed landing gear before. Oh, yeah. And uh, when it came down, she really freaked out. Yeah, see, that's not my script. I um, <laughs> would not be able to tell people that had you not just chimed in with that fact, but. Anyway, the plane crash killed 91 people. All six of his crew, 85 of 86 passengers. It was the worst lightning strike disaster in aviation history. The worst in aviation history. The worst. Brandy. What do you think about that, Brandy? Sounds awful. Her unlikely survival has been the subject of much speculation. Much speculation. They're speculating all over the place. Speculating. Did they think she turned into a water goddess? Yeah. It was also, it was. it is known that she was seatbelted into a seat. See, seatbelt saves lives, Timmy. Mm -hmm. And thus, somewhat shielded and cushioned. But it was also theorized that the outer pair of seats, those on each side of Julianne, which came attached to hers as part of a row of three, functioned as a parachute and slowed her fall. What do you think about that, Brandy? I, okay. Well, I just think whatever it's amazing. helped. Whatever helped. It's amazing. It is so amazing. Now, here's my theory: is that there was a, a an updraft in the thunderstorm. That's the colonel's theory, Brandon. Yeah, and With and all his aviation remember, experience. she was falling into very thick foliage. Thick foliage. Thick foliage. Yeah, that's that's actually I did some that's movies. Seventies bush. I, I did some I did some movies Called when thick I was foliage. younger. My my character was thick foliage. Was it sweet? <laughs> I like did some work with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> thick foliage. God. So anyway, after the crash, her and her father moved to Germany. Yep, out where she for nine. Well, where she fully recovered there. from her injuries. Huh. That's a long flight back home there. Yeah. 
Like her parents, they gave her Xanax probably for that. She studied criminology at the University of Kiel. That's not like her parents. Her parents were zoologists. I think okay. she studied zoology too, Colonel. Okay, biology. It looked a little. I think you, you're you gotta, improvising there. What in the hell? Okay, criminology, biology. It's all right. the same. It's some clo- kind of ology. It's close. Yeah. You know who would appreciate this story is Marvin. Yeah. No, Marvin don't appreciate anything. Mar- it was his birthday this week, so happy birthday. I know. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you, Marvin. He's studying biology in China. Yeah. Well, he probably studied it in Peru, too. You don't know. I don't. You, no, you I don't. don't. You don't know where Marvin's... Marvin, I don't, I don't Marvin, know Marvin's life. If Marvin ended up in a rainforest, he could survive better than you could. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you couldn't survive better for than sure, me. Because you know what? I bet that motherfucker survived the outback, and I can barely survive over the Rhine. I've been to the outback plenty <laughs> of times. No, not the restaurant, uh, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I survived that. It wasn't a big deal. You get pissed <laughs> off, you don't leave a big tip. But she received her doctorate at, from Ludwig Maximilian University. Now that tell me that just Go ain't tigers. a diploma mill. Go Tigers. Yeah, and returned to Peru, Peru. to conduct research Peru. in uh, memories. In what? So memories. I, I have a degree in memories. Memories, maybe memories or memories, like the corners of your mind. Yeah. Oh, mammalogy. Never mind. I think that's about that's mammals. A study of breast. Yeah, I've done mammy, mammy, mammary, memory you, studies. Have, are you still doing a lot with mammograms? Are you still doing those? I do the occasional the public service mammogram. He stands out on the corner with, the, I mean, <laughs> on the corner with his hands out. Mm, free mammograms. Public you service, sign. really. Free mammograms. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You can. Uh, are you still doing the free prostate exam? I don't do those anymore, Jim. Oh, that's not true. Anymore. That's not what I heard. <laughs> so anyway, she gets her mammogram. It's in the parking lot of the outlet And she mall. specialized in bats. Bats, Brandy. Bats. Bats. What do you think of that, Brandy? I'm out. I'm out on bats. Uh, little things that fly. She published her thesis, Ecological Study of a Bat Colony. Down. In the tropical rainforest of Peru, bats are gross. With maggots in yarn, her autobiography <laughs> titled "When I Fell from the Sky with Diamonds" was released on March 10, 2011, <laughs> for which she received the Korean Literature Prize, which everybody knows is all politics. That's why I didn't win it in 2011. Have you ever won Employee of the Year yet, Colonel? Have not. Have you? Have you even won Employee of the Day? <laughs> I have yet to get a kudos. The, the colonel has worked here. How long? Uh, how long have you worked here? <laughs> Thirteen years. And uh, how long has it been since you won an award? Um, well, never. Never. How Actually, many of you won brandy? Huh? How many of you won? Oh, I've won a couple. I won one the first month I was here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thirteen years. Thirteen wow. years. You're due. Come on, I'm Susan. Due. <laughs> You're due. Yeah. Well. I'm not really one. You know me, Timmy. I'm a modest man. Yeah, you are. He's I'm modest. Not, I'm not one to show glittery prizes and He's a, things like that. I don't, I don't like, want to wear pink sh- Yeah, then shirts. I'd have to put a shelf in my closet, in my office. I don't want no shelves in my office. See, once you start to acquire things, you start to become tied to them. You know, you get a, a new car, you got to buy, you got to make sure it has oil and gasoline right. and insurance. It, you know what it starts with? Anything you get beyond a toothbrush. I see. See, once you get beyond a toothbrush. He's a man who can get by with a bear, essentially. Were you, wait, I'm sorry, hold on. 
were, was I putting out some kind of vibe that I gave a fuck about any of this? Because I apologize if I was. And, I'm really sorry. See, and we go on this whole show trying to be nice and to you. stepping in on your party. Oh, I'm not stepping in on his part, you fuck. <laughs> We've gone this whole show trying to be nice to your drunken, gambling, whoring ass. We didn't I gotta say, go to the bathroom. Can we, we did not say this? anything about your drinking this whole show. We did not. Or you sleeping with the economics professor. We, yeah. We've been letting that go. But, you know, we get a lot of mail about that. We do a lot of mail. There weren't enough so. pictures. Yeah. What we know Let's about it. Go to the bathroom. It. Yeah. All you, right. Well, you know, basically, you know what you are? You're the Stormy Daniels of the academic world Academia. that's fine maybe a kind of big fat payday but i'm gonna have to go to the bathroom first do you have any do not to close disclose things well i can't disclose that no stupid have you ever slept with the president i can't disclose that okay. Ew, no oh. <laughs> <laughs> the current president new no. she in 1989 julianne married a fellow academic eric dilla she that served, means he were he was probably a teacher or a researcher she now here's where here's where the real <laughs> kick in the balls comes. All right, here's the kick in the balls, Brandy. Yeah, she <sighs> falls from the sky, gets her doctor, gets maggots in her arm. Yeah, walks through the jungle, meets these little guy or maybe big guys. I don't know, but in a little hut. And was it a pizza hut? And. Spends three weeks in the hospital, has to get on a plane again. Yes. Apparently, the gears, all this shit happens. You know what she's doing with her life right now? A goddamn librarian. Um, the woman should be president or something. She be, she she should is, be, she's president of the library association. Librarians can be hot, though. Oh, no. She's probably, is she hot? Have we looked her up lately? Uh, well, she's remember, she's older now. Older meaning what? Yes, Timmy? Uh, Too old for Timmy. She was born in, uh, I think she was, what, 56, something like that, right? 56, that'd make her 61 years old. Yeah. That ain't like 74, for fuck's sake. Well, Tim struggles with numbers. Brandy's going to check it out for us. Her research requires her to fly often, but she has not fallen out of another plane. <laughs> so it happens once. What's the odds of it yeah. happening again? She's probably safe. Is that it, girls? Is that it? That's it. Oh, that wasn't a very That was anticlimactic. <laughs> Climb what? Climatic. Well, Brandy, uh, what's your thought on Julianne Kupke, the woman who fell uh, to Kupke. Earth? I don't know. I don't have any final thoughts. Well, she was born. Let me tell you when this lady was born. 1954, Colonel. Yeah, so she's she's 11 years older, uh, 9 years older than me. She'd be 63. Yeah, that's still doable. You still do her at 64? Will you f still feed me? Will you still bang me when I'm 64? Randy, do you think 64 is too old to have sex? She has sex with a 64-year-old economics professor. When she, she looks like, like that's her. Oh, I do. Is, is that when she was young? That's when she was young. She's a pretty her. girl. Yeah, but you're not, you're not, you're not looking at the... Uh, Post-wreckage? You're not looking at her with her maggot-infested <laughs> arm. You know, that's kind of hot, though. <laughs> Brandy, all right, do you find maggot infestation hot? Have you ever had any parts of your body infested by maggots? No. 
<laughs> would, you, would you be open to that? <laughs> no, I'm not open to that. Have you ever had leeches? Let's go to our, you know what I would like to do right now? What would you like to do? I would like to, do, to thank our Patreon sponsors, Timmy, and I'd like to start with Heather. Well, wait a minute, before you do that, let remind, let's remind folks that. Um, no, I'm going to tell the Patreon people thank you, and then you can remind folks. Let's, shit. Let me remind folks if they want to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweeze where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or. Or just a wee little bit, Timmy. Thank you very much for all your support. That's what she looks like now, I think. That's the cover of her oh, book. Oh, yeah, I do her. Okay. Heather Poole, thank you, Adam McWaters, The Vanish Podcast, Marissa, Canadian True Crime with Christy Lee, Insight with Charlie and Allie, Joe Clifford, Mistress Vader, Ron Monasterio, Tracy Smith, Jess John B., Nene, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Christine Hauer, Cheryl Weldon, uh, oh, we got these motherfuckers out of Why you guys always got to? in here a bowling ball or, or one of those anvils you could be messing it up because they go in a certain order damn it i don't know that they do Since they do compulsive randy but give him this he's been to survival training we have i have okay no. writing them down here getting them in take your order. time colonel because brandy doesn't have to pee or anything no he happened cheryl weldon christine howell nicholas ryan margaret mcdonald aaron turner michelle johns i love michelle clark and diane trowbridge beth wallen andrew scammell um michaela aaron fowler leanne flanagan leanne the lovely leanne lovely irish leanne james seabright Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Strafford, Shelly Garrett from? Uh, from? See, we got to start including her From now. Omaha, Nebraska. Rants and Reasons. God damn it. You don't tell people where other people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Rants and Reasons. Uh, Rants yeah, and Reasons thank podcast. You. The podcast that You're asks welcome, the question. You're welcome, Charles. Why? Huh? It asks the question why. Uh, we ask all kinds of questions yes. why right now i'm asking all kinds of questions why the colonel has a podcast that he does with the the lovely shelly garrett and they discuss uh politics Hold on. which we do not discuss on our uh, facebook page but we encourage you to go to their facebook page who Rant hold on why she got to be the lovely one because she's lovely and you're not but uh, well, you're a survivalist i believe the devil over here will beg to differ i would not okay bridget clavey Brandy McBride, Jennifer Svoda. Hey, Jennifer. Lovely Maggie Glover, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Maja. The lovely Maja from Poland. Tyrone. Is that, is that okay I say Poland? Poland. I mean, it's okay that I give up or the country where she's from? You can tell the country, but, you okay. know, poor Shelly gave a goddamn address out there. She got 30 people at the house right now. So <laughs> Amber Scoville. There's so many people who listen to this podcast and rush right <laughs> off the <laughs> Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, two but of my favorite to, people. But please listen to Rants and Reasons and listen to Haunted Visions. Thank you. Uh, it's Brandy's podcast she does with Rachel. It's really good. It's about the paranormal. And then uh, if you like politics, then check out Rants and Reasons with the Colonel and Shelly or Karen. Yeah. And or. Our friends at They Walk Among Us. Our good friends. Ben and uh, Roseanne. Ben and Rosanna. Ben, of course, is a editor of our other podcast, Dead Ball. Dead Ball. I'll tell you what else Ben is. Uh-huh. Some bitch. I shot him a, uh, we were talking about the kids the other day. I shot him a quick video of Taylor's band. Uh-huh. And the first thing Ben says to me, he's like, is is that a Jaguar H&H? 
HH that he's playing? I was like, how in the hell? Because it's a very strange guitar. Ben is guitar. very knowledgeable about a lot of things. No, he's apparently a, a fantastic musician. All right. Of so, course he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah. He's got talented. a good voice, beautiful wife. Beautiful wife. Beautiful wife. He's a better person than both of you. Yes. Oh, well, like we said to bar all that high for well, better he did people not. good people. He's, he could have killed kittens and you would still be a better person. We are here to make people like Ben look good. Well, you do. That's why uh, for us our purpose in life. You do well. We did. We do by comparison make him look pretty good. Um, Lorna Violet, Michael Deo, Kelly Surrett, oh, Karen Widener, Callie, the beautiful Callie. Very funny, Callie. She is very funny. Mm. <laughs> She's very funny. And then you know what else about Callie? Though I'll tell you this. What? Girl smarter than hell. Yes. Because she comes over to the other page where you talk about politics. Uh -huh. That girl is sharp. You know what she probably can, you are not setting the bar very high. She could probably read a script pretty well. Uh, you know, I should see if she would like to join this podcast because yeah, because we on. my co-hosts struggle up there. <laughs> and I tell you what, the script writer struggles. She probably wouldn't talk over you when you were when right, you were exactly. Yeah. Callie'd know a place. Well, she mm -hmm. wouldn't, but that's that's a tough one. But Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, pleasing terrors. Yes, Mike Brown. That's right, Sarah Bloom. Amber Croup. I love Amber, except yeah. for her nasty ass stealing necklace. I hope it, uh, Amber down there in West Virginia. Big Joe from the Now America History Podcast. Yes. Catherine Cockerod Richardson. I don't know why she uses that middle name for it. I don't know. It's a little vile. Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Bourgeois, Aaron, Kimberly Cameron, Elise. Diane from History Goes Bump. Bump. Annette Petray, Lise Jahara, Alicia and Clip, Marika Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Backroads to History, and Poems by Jeff. Backroads yes. to History and is it, really good. And Jeff good has one. some pretty outstanding socks. He's got great shoes, too, and nice bow ties. Yes. He's a dapper man. He is very dapper. He's he a gentleman. If there, if there ever was a gentleman, but, you know, he's still, if you're listening, Jeff, you know you're married out of your league, but. Even there, but you know, that's me and Jeff are dapper twins. Who and Jeff? Me and Jeff. Oh, it's it's scary. Jeff would wear this shirt. Nope. So anyway, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, shirt Rachel Flynn, shirt Rachel Flynn from Honda Visions. Honda Visions. Shirley Strap, Todd Long, your plug there, Lydia Fisher, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Cindy Lou. Kristen Malachinsky and last but not Maris Albanese. Yes, thank you for your kind contribution, Maris. Yes, I think it might be Marissa. Um, Rudy the Wonder Dog. Yes, Rudy the Wonder Dog. Yes. Randy, what do you think about Rudy's generosity? It's bullshit. You know what? Now they had there was a little GoFundMe up there yesterday. Rudy Rudy dropped in money in the till there yeah, too. Yes. So Rudy the Wonder Dog Brandy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I got. It. As a matter of fact, I got a text from Rudy right now. So here it is. Oh, so go fuck yourself, devil. There you go. Well, I would care about that. Can Rudy text? He can. He doesn't yeah. have thumbs. He got unlimited data. <laughs> he voice texts. <laughs> so. 
So his text all signs. Well, he has unlimited. Sounds like Scooby Doo. Yeah. He has unlimited data. So. Yeah, he's got unlimited well, data. Right, because that's that would be the holdup. <laughs> so, the lovely, lovely, lovely Lady Beverly. Yes, the over one there of a kind. in uh, Merry Old England, Colonel. Mm-hmm. Is it Merry over there? Yeah, because it rains a lot. Yeah, I, but it's still Mary. Mary is motherfucker. You can have a spot of tea. That'll yeah. make it better. And of course, a lovely Dottie Scott. Yes, thank you, Mom. All right, thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeves. Good day. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.